So as everybody can see, it is a uh, a rather small uh, a rather small gathering tonight. Uh, literally, pretty much almost the entire podcast uh, was just either too tired or busy. Everyone's or- having a bad week. Everybody's- it's a bad fucking week. It is. It has been kind of a. It has been kind of a shitty fucking week, hasn't it? It really. It really mm-hmm. has. But uh, I guess we were able to get Bronson. Don't worry, guys. I'm I'm here to improve the week. Every everything <laughs> is gonna work out. Please, please yes, I would like you to outline your detailed uh, twenty step plan to improve my week. Yeah, I would. I would greatly like to hear this. We'll we'll, we'll talk offline. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, that was fucking anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Jeff, how are you doing, pal? Hey, you know, um, I'm hanging in there. I'm not having an anxiety attack right now. So, what are you drinking? This is like you- as high as the bar goes. Uh, it's just uh, bourbon, um, wild turkey because it's 35 bucks. I usually drink bullet, but that's like $55. So, I'm, life tip you I'm, could save some money by buying cheap shit. I'm, I'm drinking that good uh, peanut butter whiskey here. Like, I have, like, I want to do oh, these nice. days. Oh, dude, this shit is good. Like, Brittany knew what the fuck she was talking about when she picked up the peanut butter whiskey because <laughs> this shit, this shit fucking rules. Bronson, are you drinking anything? Yes, I am drinking H2O. I am drinking the lovely <laughs> nectar of water. I'm so happy that you're hydrating. Hydration is key <laughs> to uh, not just a good life or uh, uh, mind body balance, but also it keeps your skin really moist and lustrous. Um, it does, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Jeff, no, Jeff. It absolutely does. Drinking water. I'm gonna fact check this after the you show. You should absolutely, like, dude. The human body is seventy percent water, so it's you know reason states the more water you drink, the the more moist your skin will be. It's science, Jeff. You can't you can't deny the science. You can't argue the science. I'm sorry. I've I've done a lot of I've done a lot I've done a lot of internet research on this. Uh, I do love so, science. So <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a big fan of science. Big science enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, so uh, Slavin616 uh, in chat well, says... Well, you don't need to talk to him. You don't need to worry about him. He's, he's, you giving out he's switches, a, buddy? No, he's a radical. He's he's spreading falsehoods on the internet. We're, we're, we're going don't, to... He... Don't worry about him. Oh, Jeff, did you do the, uh, did you do the Discord announcement? Did you, did you toss it out? I did. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I did. Cool. So we started, uh, we started this uh, podcast off tonight... Right before we went live, there was a little bit, uh, just a small bit of breaking news. And that is that uh, Troy Leavitt um, has made the decision to part with Avalanche Software. And this is the statement, a quick two-part tweet he made. Uh, One, I have made the decision to part ways with Avalanche Software. I have nothing but good things to say about the game, the dev team, and WB Games. And two, I will be releasing a YouTube video about this soon on my channel, which I'm sure will be titled like, you know, the SJW's one, like, you know, bye. Translation, my ass got fired. Yeah, bye. See you later. <laughs> like, I yeah. fucking don't let the door hit you on the way out. I mean, you know, this is a, this is a classic example of like, you know, look, you, you reap or, or you know, you, you sow and then you reap, you know, and it's okay to have shitty beliefs. You can have shitty beliefs all you want. You can have, if your worldview mm-hmm. is one that encompasses um, you know, harm to others in the, uh, you know, it, among them, you know, the belief that, you know, some lives mean less than others, uh, then d- that's your right. But when your, when your employer finds out that you, that you hold those beliefs, they are within their rights to terminate you. Um, 
you absolutely can say what you want, but you also need to understand that there are consequences to things. Um, you know, and, and it's not like any of this stuff was a secret. I mean, it was right there on his YouTube channel, you know? So there was a lot of talk about, uh, there was a lot of talk about how, you know, oh, this is a smear campaign, but, but I mean, it's not like this stuff is true. It's right there. And, you know, I'm not going to buy the game anyway, because I'm not paying another dime for a JK Rowling product, mm. but you know, like, I mean, I, it's good. I feel good for the rest of the people on that team because hopefully they can complete this project. I mean, whatever, like, I think none of us are probably buying it. We've all had our reasons, but at least they can, that's one less thing that they have to deal with there. These are, you know, a lot of people can't afford to just quit on right. a moral stance. They have families to support. Right. Um, and it must've been, we talked about last time, like it must be awful to work side by side. Like if this guy's desk is right beside and you go, on his YouTube, on his Twitter, and you see him posting this vile shit and you have to like walk into that every single day. So I hope, I hope those people get like a little bit of peace um, and their day-to-day -day lives can be just a little bit uh, better with him gone. <laughs> you know, like I, I get the, I get, you know, like I'm not gonna, I personally, I'm not gonna be mad at anybody who buys this game because, you know, I, I'm willing to bet most of the dev team do not think the same way that this guy did, do not think the same way that J.K. Rowling does. Um, and they're, they're they're just there to try to make the best game they possibly can. Um, and I understand the confliction that somebody might have, you know, like, you know, I really want this game. I want to support the devs. At the same time, I don't want to support a property that was created by a by a transphobe. Um, and so, I mean, you know, you, you, you can either separate the creator from the creation or you can't. In, in this case, like, all respect to the devs, I just am not comfortable giving my money to it. You know? Uh, yep. There's, it's, it's the same thing I said about Cyberpunk. I feel for them, but it's not my job to pay their wages and, right. you know, make sure that they have that, like, you know, I'm, that's on their employer to do. And, uh, yeah, like it, we all said, we I feel for them. It sucks. But, you know, it's not... It shouldn't be on us as consumers to step up and support every shitty product because these big companies that make shitloads of money are fucking their employees. Right, exactly. And, and not having their back and stuff, right? That's not our job and we can empathize with them, but it doesn't mean, um, you know, that we need to do something we don't think is right. And like you said, you know, I'm not going to, yeah, it, there's no right way to handle this. You just, as long as, I think all we ask is people understand the implications of supporting this product money goes to jk rowling um you know that ip grants her power and you know if decide yeah, in the end, decide accordingly make, yeah. you know yep mm -hmm. you know bronson do you have a do you have an opinion on this yeah like when it comes to things like this and the issues with cyberpunk and the marketing and whatnot it kind of comes down to you need to have a conversation like with yourself right like, you need to decide what your line is from a personal standpoint. And that can vary wildly from person to person. But a lot of people I notice kind of don't do that. They're just like, okay, hard shut down everything or everything's free reign for some reason and whatnot. But if you have that conversation with yourself, it's a little bit easier to find your balance and, and like your place. Like, for me, it's like I was uncomfortable with the marketing for Cyberpunk. And I'm uncomfortable with supporting J.K. Rowling right now. So I, I didn't buy Cyberpunk. I, I won't buy this. That may 
that may change depending on a few things, but like right now, mm-hmm. I'm not really particularly interested in either. And it's like it's like you said, it's like I'm not gonna discount anybody for buying these games. Like Cyberpunk is gonna sell like an insane amount of copies. The, the yeah. Hogwarts yeah, game it will, will sell quite a bit of copies. It's a triple A game. It's just how it works, and that's totally fine. <laughs> so it just comes down to what you're okay with on your own. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll just say this, you know, uh, he was Troy leave it. Now he's Troy left it. So, you know, he's gone. <laughs> he, he, uh, he's out the door. Um, got him. Yeah. Great job. I, 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 I <laughs> Jesus. I, I personally, uh, I personally find the man's views abhorrent. And so I do not wish him the best. That's just me. I wish him the worst. That's the absolute yes, absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, leaving uh leaving that particular uh canker sore, leaving 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 that particular canker sore. Uh, behind. <sighs> I feel. I know that was good. I'm gonna give Jeff credit for that, Bronson. Like you can you can who you can hem and haul you want, but that was actually pretty solid. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm good. Um, all right, all right. Here, Bronson. Bronson. I'm gonna give you the chance right now. Give us your biggest, your biggest guffaw at uh, your your best one at Jeff. Oh God, I can't. You put me on the spot now. I can't. Uh, God damn it, Bronson. <laughs> Fuck. This was your shot. I'm all here. Right. I'm here to subvert expectations. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and and you know, uh, Mr. So I'm like having to look around my camera to to get the chat right now. My camera's set up in a weird way. Uh, Mr. Delaby uh, makes a good point in chat. Uh, he says the fact that his statement says he'll have a YouTube video about it soon says it all. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like we can, I can already imagine uh, what that what that particular <laughs> content uh, is going to look like. But uh, now we are going to leave that that behind because I don't want to I don't want to dedicate uh-huh. a whole fucking show to that idiot. Um, and we are going to talk about. So we got a lot to talk about tonight. Actually, most of it is Nintendo centric. It's been a kind of a Nintendo centric week, um, although. We did get those new PSVR titles announced, uh, and we we might be we might we might touch on those as well. Uh, but first, we're gonna leave, we're gonna kick it off with what we've been talking about, or what we've been playing, not what we've been talking about. That's what we're going to be talking about. I've either had too much to drink already, or I I haven't had enough yet. Remember when um, I said all of our brains are dying? Yeah, no, it's not. I mean, technically, dude, in the Sylvia Plath t- sense of the term, we I mean, our brains have been dying since the moment. I'm, we were I am born. killing brain cells by drinking this. Right? Absolutely. Although technically, did you know that every time you do this, you're actually killing a brain. You're actually killing a few brain cells. Like every time you tap your head. Every slight touch to your head is actually killing uh, a brain cell or two. Oh, that's not hmm. true. That's absolutely true, by the way. You can Google that. Okay. You can Google I might. that. That explains quite a bit about me. Um, but uh, I like to put my head in my hands a lot. Uh, so, Jeff, why don't you talk? About, uh, why don't you kick us off about what you've been uh, uh, playing on the video game console boxes uh, this week? Um, yeah, not much. I was playing, um, yeah, I mentioned it before. I was playing a bit of Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition because I bought that a while ago and I was like, I should play this because I paid a lot of money for it. And, uh, it was cool. I played like seven hours and I think I'm just kind of done. It's like still a little bit too anime for me at times. Um, the combat system's really fun. I just have a feeling it's like a really long game and I just kind of 
got up one morning and didn't want to play it anymore but yeah. i enjoyed my time with it it's uh <laughs> yeah i like the battle system and stuff like that uh the world's considering it's like a remastered wii game uh i'm pretty impressed with like the scope and size of the world it's a uh, it's a really cool premise like the fact that this whole thing takes place on like the back of these giant um things or whatever um the bionis or whatever so the uh, bionis and the mechanis yeah yes yeah so um no it's cool game just kind of done with it and just kind of bouncing around uh we're gonna get to it later we're gonna talk about pokemon but uh you know there was that pokemon direct and i was like every few years i'm like ah you know i should see if i can get into pokemon because i played it you know like everyone uh well bit of an age difference between me and john yeah, yeah but, like, i was most, gonna say i feel like most, we have this pokemon conversation with you like annually yeah. <laughs> yeah i it's because i like i want to get in on the hype right so i uh i played red and blue and yellow um when i was in you know high school or whatever and uh enjoyed them and then that was it and i played and i didn't play anything till let's go on the switch and it was good but i couldn't use the pro controller and the switch just fucking murders my hands and i was like all right i'm out and i uh but I just think like I'm not super big into Pokemon. I keep trying to like force it a little bit, and maybe it's just not for me. And um, so I bought Pokemon Sword. Is where I'm going with this giant. That's ramble. a good one. And I really love it's Sword. cool. Uh, you know, I mean, it's not technically it's not the best looking game. Like, yeah, there's like some jaggies here and stuff, and like the textures. But uh, I don't know. I'm able to look past that. I think as far as Pokemon games, I think this is a really cool looking game. I like the visual style um i like the like the camera's not overhead anymore because again i haven't played one of these games in like two decades uh yeah i don't know i get to like customize my outfit which i'm just always a huge sucker for in games like just give me lots of clothing customization and like let me make my character look really cool and that game's already a seven out of ten but uh <laughs> yeah we'll see if i stick with it it's kind of like a game i'm just got it to play on my switch light when my wife's watching tv and i'm just kind of sitting on the couch beside her i can just go around and explore and just catch some pokemon so uh yeah, and then I I just also uh, I'm like on a big switch kick. I'm trying to get back into Breath of the Wild, so I beat it on the Wii U, and it's just so much better on that the is, Switch. I, but but I, that, it just blows. Like you're like the only person I know who actually played it on the Wii U. <laughs> well, I had a Wii U, and I was like, I why just, the fuck am I going to spend four hundred Canadian dollars on a Switch when I could just play this dumb game <laughs> on this dumb box? So <laughs> it was fine. It was fine on the Wii U. I'll die on that hill. But uh, well, I mean, the Switch, yeah, so, I mean, the Switch wasn't all that much more powerful than the Wii U, right? Like, I mean, I mean, it is, but like the results don't always. The Wii U still had some really good looking games. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just like, I want to play it again. I really like, I shit talk it sometimes, but that game has a lot of stuff I like, and the world's just really pretty, and I like exploring in it. So yeah, I don't know. Just kind of, I'm looking for some like chill games in like a big nice pretty world so pokemon and zelda are doing that for me and uh bronson what about you dude are you playing anything that isn't called among us and doesn't involve you sneaking around and pretending to be someone you're not i i get the vibe that among us is gonna make sure i don't have any friends (laughs) i mean it's gone very very (laughs) far you don't i mean you don't have any friends Anyway, you son of a oh. bitch. I just... You son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I so, mean, yeah, so... not backstabbing your friends. I know. I mean, in this one, so let me, let me talk about this. Um, I'll talk about Among Us really quick, and I'll talk about what else I'm playing. So I've been playing some some modded Among Us games, uh, mainly the Sheriff mod, which is basically your crew member, and, but you can kill. So if you kill an imposter, they just drop their dead. If you kill a crewmate, you die instead. So, like, that's how that works. And then the Jester mod. The Jester mod, their goal the is to get mod. voted out. Their yes, go- their wait, goal hold- is to get 
voted out. But they can't kill anyone? They can't kill. They're a crew member. That's weird. Well, okay. they, 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 they have fake tasks and whatnot, but their goal is to get voted out. And if they get voted out, they win. And then I want as Jester, so my friends were streaming some of the games we were playing because we were kind of bored. And I was like, hey, hey, guys, the imposter is going to have to kill me because um, I am I, I had to stream on by accident, so they're going to have to kill me. And everyone got all mad. Like, oh, well, whatever, Bronson. Just, we'll just vote you out now. And then like two seconds after I got voted out, they realized what I did. <laughs> right? <laughs> right as the victory screen came up. So that's what I've been doing for, for Among Us. Other stuff. Um, I bought a new gaming laptop. I bought a new Oculus. I set all that stuff up for the whole wireless VR, and I got all my games on my laptop, all that jazz. So naturally, I'm just playing puzzle games from 12 years ago. Hell I'm playing droplets. Yeah, yeah I, I, <laughs> I love that fucking... shit. <laughs> There's Bronson... sometimes it just scratches the itch. There's... My friend just got his PS5, and he's like, "Dude, let's fucking play Minecraft again." I'm that guy. I was like, okay. I'm. I know. I understand where Bronson's coming from. I'm that guy who like I'll sit like I've got my PS5 and my Switch mm-hmm. and my powerful gaming PC, and I'll sit down in my armchair right here behind me. I'll be like, ah, what Game Boy Advance games can I play tonight? Like, yeah. like that's 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 me right there. Teraflops can't make good games. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. No, they and absolutely like, cannot. Something that I've been doing is like. So I'll wake up a little bit earlier in the morning and I'll like, usually I have to rush and like get ready and get really dialed in for work. And now it's a lot less stressful. So like I started a new job, everything's going great, like on that front. So like I'll have a little bit of extra time to myself. So what I'll do is I'll like, I'll have my desktop. I'll be like looking at like YouTube stuff or whatever. And then I'll play like a puzzle game. Like I'll play a droplets or a chime or something like that. And then there's one I'm playing now, my friend, my friend Trant showed me this. It's called Luck Be a Landlord. It's early access on Steam right now. The best way to explain it is that it's a slots game with roguelike elements to it. So, like, each, like, symbol has specific properties and effects to it. So, say, like, the Jester shows up. The Jester can make any symbol that's a card suit worth double the value. Um... Things like that, and you could, you know, like how like how Hades works with all those extra boons and combat stuff. It kind of makes everything kind of go crazy. That's that, but for slots. So I'll play that for like half an hour, and that like will get my brain in the right frame of mind to like actually, you know, pretend that I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so there's that one, and then I'm also playing Raft with my friend Evie, and that one is essentially that's another early access game. That's like a open world survival game you guys have to you have to build your raft out and kind of God, i feel like there's i feel path. like there's a billion fucking open world survival games in early in early access like I, oh I, hell yeah i like like bronson how do you just pick one like like i mean do you just like do you just like reach your, is it like reaching your hand into a hat and just pulling a number out being like all right i'm, I'm gonna try raft or i'm gonna try sled or like like how do you actually like like how I, are, I spin a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a big I know what you wheel. mean. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean by that. So like my friends are playing Valheim right now. I know that's like That's funny. I just up. mentioned that in chat. I was like, is anyone yeah. tried Valheim? I've heard I've heard <laughs> yeah, good things about it. Yeah. And and it, and it's blowing up. Like one of my friends has like a dedicated <laughs> server that he did for it, all that jazz. And I'm just like, not for me. Like, same thing when, like, Rust was really big at the beginning of the year because all the Twitch streamers were playing it again and whatnot. I was like, 
it's fun watching, but like not really huh. for me. But like Wrapped is fun because it's a very chill game for the most part. Like not a lot of combat. There is some combat, but it's very rare. A lot of it just kind of like manage your resources, manage like your your crops. You'll need all your water. You need to be able to cook food. You need to kind of build up your raft, all that stuff. You need to kind of find out the mystery of the game because like they don't give you any info. And it's like, hey, you're on a raft. <laughs> There's a plot line to it. <laughs> oh, no. Do I need to look at How that? many times, Bronson, have I woken up after a long night of drinking on a raft in the middle of the ocean <laughs> in a loincloth wondering, how the fuck did I get here? I feel like every other weekend in college. God, I got so many stories. Oh God! <laughs> Lord in heaven, but Bron- yeah, like a mm. so. So so is is that what you're getting ended on? Are you gonna end it on raft the uh, the the rafting survival game? Yeah, because like honestly, a lot of my like my PS5 sits like I played Control, I beat Control. It's great. I got faked out like seventy five percent of the way through. Felt like a I, dumbass guy. I tweeted about it. I was just like, oh man, I beat control. Awesome. But it's just like Nope. <laughs> I I I play Final Fantasy 14 on my PS5, and that's about all I play on it. Although I yeah. will I will say, I will say, Jeff, that I actually just downloaded uh the PS5 version of a Yakuza Like a Dragon. And I specifically stopped my PS4 mm. playthrough so I could play that. So as soon as I'm done with Bravely Default 2, that's exactly what the fuck I'm moving on to. And, I, I think I might just say fuck it and go to Yakuza 7 because I played like 10 hours of Zero and it was really good. But I was like, I just kind of like, it's too much fighting for me. And just and be aware, like just that. be aware, dude, 7 is a legit fucking turn-based RPG. Like it is a legit RPG. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's so good. Um, So I guess we'll, uh, I'll, I'll use that to kind of springboard into what I've been playing. Uh, and of course, you know, me being me, uh, I've been playing nothing but Bravely Default 2. Uh, ever since uh, it dropped on Friday. Um, Did you I, know that there's games other than JRPGs? There are not, actually. Um, <laughs> because I refuse to acknowledge them, unless they are Metroidvanias or first-party Nintendo right. games, in which oh, case... God. Or horror games. Like, you know, so, hey, I, you know, it's not just JRPGs for me. I love first-party Nintendo games. I love, uh, I love horror games. Um, mm-hmm. And I also love Metroidvanias. That's what I play. Uh, and of course, Final right. Fantasy 14, which is the only MMO. I... Ooh, man, the whiskey almost came up on me. Uh, it's the only MMO. Oh, no. That would have been something. Dude, dude, <laughs> it's dude. All over the camera. Dude, right now, my fucking, like, I, bur- you, you know, like how when you burp and like what you just drank threatens to come, like when it's water, it's fine. But when it's like whiskey or Coke, it's like, ooh, like, dude, oh, it's the worst. Yeah. But at any rate, <clears throat> I'm a huge fan of Bravely Default and Bravely Second. Um, the thing about Bravely Default 2 is that it is not a sequel to either of those. It is its own. So, so, <laughs> so Bravely Second is a direct sequel to Bravely Default. Bravely Default 2 is its own contained story with new characters in a, in a, in a new world. I brought that up when we watched the Nintendo Street, but that just drives me. It's like... I would think the opposite. I would think Bravely Default yeah, 2 it, is a direct follow-up to Bravely Default. It doesn't make... Yeah, I know. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And by the way, <laughs> I see some new people in chat. Welcome. Hope you enjoy your stay here. Do us a favor. 
either I don't know, maybe give us a fo- drop us a follow here on Twitch, maybe give us a sub. Can we get that can we get Jeff, can we get that uh that nightbot Discord uh in chat? We have a Discord. We're we're getting close to 300 people in the Discord. We're like 5 people away from 300. Uh so nice. it, it, yeah, I know. Yeah, it is nice. Thank you, Bronson. Um and so if you want to join us if we get five thousand followers on Twitch, John will dress up as tall vampire. Yeah, that's lady. the other thing. That's so. so We're only four thousand away. So that's <laughs> you set that bar a little high. So that's the other thing. If if we can get to five thousand followers on Twitch, I, in all my my hairy muscular glory, will will cosplay as a tall vampire lady from Resident Evil Eight. I'll get like the I'll get like the bustier. And the and and the big hat and the lipstick and everything, uh, you know the 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 white, you know the, like the ghostly white complexion. Although, uh, Jeff, like I I need to keep the beard for that, right? Yeah, like I need to keep the beard. Okay, I'm just making sure because I don't want to shave my beard. Um, but uh, I will do that if we can get the if we can get to hey spread the word if we get to five thousand followers on Twitch, I don't care when it happens. When we get to five thousand followers on Twitch, I will cosplay uh, in all my six foot three, two hundred ten pound glory as tall vampire lady. Um, you know what? The the fact it's going to take a while to happen makes it better because I just love the idea of you being like sixty and us still doing this fucking thing. <laughs> and us just finally hitting five thousand. No, I, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, 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 Jeff. We're going to hit five thousand by the summer, guaranteed. I know it. Okay, I know it. You, you you call me. I mean, crazy. you think you think I won't just like write a script or spend three weeks creating four thousand dummy accounts? I, I don't think you will. Those numbers? I don't think you will. But if you oh, do, you don't think I will? I don't think you will. Someone will. I don't think you will. But if you do, look. Here's the thing. Whatever it takes to get to five thousand. If we when we when we hit five thousand followers, I will cosplay as Tall Vampire Lady. All right. That's all not right. a fucking like like you like I said it right. I tweeted it multiple times. And I'm saying it right here on this podcast, which will live in perpetuity. Like my words are now echoing into the infinite of the internet now. Like this is going to happen when we hit five thousand. How soon it happens is up to everyone else. And that's all I'm saying. That's ominous. No, that's so, ominous. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was a little too ominous. But as far as bravely default two goes, <clears throat> so <clears throat> this is in the world, and I'm not kidding you. The name of the world is excellent. Um, and it's it's. It, yeah, it's it, the the name of the world is excellent, and it's yeah. I I love the humor in in the in the Bravely Default games, and and here's the thing about Bravely Default too. I'm about twenty something odd hours in. Um, it is, it literally does not evolve the formula at all from the first two games. Like you've got your asterisks, you've got your jobs, you've got the you know you've got the default system. Um, and aside from a fresh new coat of paint, like, like the game is beautiful. It is a gorgeous fucking game, especially the backgrounds. Um, and of course the soundtrack, uh, is incredible also. Um, combat system is great, but there's, there's no real, there's no real evolution of the formula. You know, like, like if you play Bravely or Bravely Default and you've played Bravely Second, I can't talk tonight. Aside from new characters and a new story, it's the same thing, but that's fine. Like, like you know, I like this doesn't need to be Final Fantasy, which you know continues to evolve the formula, you know, game after game. 
bravely default the whole point of game of of this franchise is to harken back to a simpler time when there were four crystals and a group of plucky young adventurers uh who could uh put on a different hat and and gain new powers uh depending on what hat they put on um and uh it's like it's like a it's extremely like it's JRPG comfort food for lack of a better term. Like the story so far, yeah, it's extremely rote, you know, like there's four crystals and you're a hero with a, you know, a a destiny that is hinted at but has not been revealed and there's the princess who is a member of your party and there is the there is the learned slightly older guy uh and then there is the uh, the mercenary who's just tagging along like like all the tropes are there and there's there's an evil empire and a bad guy and you know don't don't go in to don't go into don't go into any of this expecting a, a, a just an evolution in the JRPG formula cuz you're not going to get it this game I'll tell you right like I love it this game does not innovate um what it does is gives you an extremely satisfying bowl full of chicken soup if you love jrpgs um and i do so this is <laughs> this is exactly what i needed i love the game so far um i love everything about it um th- this is a game that was literally like like jeff in particular dude you know like this game, games like this are literally made for me. Like, I mean, if it's a if it's a turn based RPG with all those tropes we're used to, you're, you're eating real good lately. And yeah, you got that. I am pro- Project Triangle coming. Like, you're, oh yeah, yeah. It's oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, it's you know, and there are other JRPGs coming out this year too that I'm really mm-hmm. excited about. Um, and yeah, it's a good time to be a JRPG fan around. Right? Bravely Default Two is fantastic. It's a it's a great fucking game. Um, and it's one of those games that is actually far more suited, well, or far more suited to handheld than it is actually docking it. So I've tried both and one in docked. And I mean, I, there's no way about it. Like in docked mode, there are some performance issues. Um, you know, noticeable jaggies. There's a pattern in a game like that though. What, like... But, but so, so, but see, it, it doesn't, but at the same time, at the same time, mm-hmm. playing like, I, this is like an, like m- most people's playtime seem to be coming out at like around 80 80 hours which if you know anything about the the first two games that sounds about right these are long fucking games um to me playing a nice long 60 80 hour jrpg on a handheld in bed with a drink is like curling up with a good book you know there's just something extremely cozy about playing a game like that uh on handheld Uh, so that's what i'm doing i'm playing bravely default 2 in handheld and i'm fucking loving it um aside from that like i finally got my i finally finished the last step of the latest resistance weapon quest in final fantasy 14 which was just a fucking unbelievable grind like i heard it had been not too bad up until this last oh my god so no that's true right like so up until this last patch, it really wasn't bad at all. Um, you could grind, like, you know, you had to get, uh, you know, those harrowed memories and stuff to upgrade your weapons in the past. But you could just go, like, you didn't have to go to the the Bostian front to do it. You could just grind fates uh, in specific regions, and it was fast. In this, for the first step, you have to run, uh, you have to run 15, uh, I'm sorry, it's like 12 or 15 raids, right? And you get one 
you get one element that you need at the end of every run, right? And it's a very specific raid. You have to run the Void Arc raid. So you have to run that. It's 15. So you have to run that. It's funny because I've been grinding that for the Void Arc Glamour. So, so it worked out well for me because I was like, hey, why am I queuing up so fast for this raid? Yeah, that's <laughs> and it's exactly, like else that's exactly why. Uh, so you yeah. need to do, but you need to do that like, like 15 times, right? Then for the next step, you have to do two separate raids uh, 15 times for a total of 30 runs. And then you have to do another, another raid 18 times. And, and Jeff, I got to tell you, I, 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 oh, and the last one, the last one you have to do, the, the last raid is actually uh, Delubrum Regini, which is the new Bojan front raid that takes about an hour to finish. And you have to do that 18 times. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that shit. Uh, so <laughs> I have a question. It, it, I, I have a question. Okay, please. A, a, please ask. Yes. Yes. Can, can, can I buy whatever this is instead? No, you can may I not. give them no. money? No. I no. wish you could. I'm with you, Bronson. I don't, no. I don't have the time, but I will I don't have the time you, for this. I will give you $50 for this shiny looking spirit. It took me... I will not put in $50. It took me three weeks of playing almost nothing but Final Fantasy fourteen to get through that grind. It it and, and I'll say this. I love the game. I've I've done all the I've done all the relic weapon quests, all the way from the Anemos weapons to the Zodiac weapons. Um this was the most painful grind I have done in Final Fantasy fourteen. Like I almost gave up, Jeff. I was like, fuck. I was like, I can't because when I got like, when I got to uh, step two of the quest, and I had an, and I had just done first, I had done uh, fifteen raids for the first part of the quest. Then for the second part, I had done fifteen in one raid, and then I realized I had to do fifteen in another raid. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> like, fuck. Like, holy shit. Like, like I, I want. Oh, dude, it was the. I worst. got a good story. Please. Uh, I. I started the, uh, so for anyone that doesn't play the game, yeah, these are like quests you can do to get really like, they're mostly for cosmetics and stuff like that. You can get like really cool weapons. Um, so I started the Zodiac quest line, which is like from the base game from yeah. 2013. Started a long time ago for my Dragoon and just kind of gave up. And I was like, oh, I'll get back into it. So the other week I spent three days doing, uh, it's like the third or fourth step of the, there's like eight of these weapons total. I'm on the third one. And it was a book you get. And you have to do like three dungeons and you have oh, to kill yeah. all these different enemies and you have to get all these different. So it's like a checklist. It's like 30 things. It took me three days and I finally did it. And it turns out it was book one of nine and you had to do eight additional yeah. books. Yep. All like that. And I was like, fuck no. Yep. <laughs> I just closed the game. <laughs> yep. I don't have the time. for that. Like Sorry. I, I love nope. the game, but, but yeah. that was the, that was the first time and I've been playing this game for years. That was the first time a grind almost got me. Like I was like I I <clears throat> like and I'm sure Jeff Jeff it sounds like you've heard that you like it sounds like you've heard that the grind in this one was a little ridiculous. Like yeah. I keep like I I want to get something cool and I want to do the least amount of effort that I can to get it. I mean, so I'm, I'm a black, trying to figure Jeff, I'm a blacksmith. If you want clams, I could just make you something. You're a dragoon, right? All right. Yeah, I'll just make you a cool looking weapon, dude. It's not, you know. All right, all right. We'll, just, we'll bring this off. Yeah, I just do that. Yeah, we'll we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 make a transaction. 
before we move on, I just wanted to comment on your uh, Bravely Default talk. Like, I I think people get really worked up about games not, like, raising the bar or, like, reinventing the wheel and stuff like that. And, like, I love games like The Last of Us 2 that, like, really challenge the conventions of, like, what a AAA game can be, be in terms of narrative or, like, games that just, like, introduce really clever mechanics. But I think there's always a space for comfort food. And I don't know why that's, like, a negative because I refuse to believe... There's no one out there that like knows, okay, you know, this place, this food place near my house, like, yeah, their food's not the best, but like you had it as a kid growing up and you're having a really shitty week and it just like really brings back all these good memories and you just, there's something about it that you just can't replicate. And um, nostalgia can be a weapon for companies. I think it can be exploited a lot of times, um, like to take advantage of people or to like maybe, you know, cover up some other imperfections and stuff like that. But I also think nostalgia is really powerful and good. Um, Cause sometimes we need nostalgia. Like I just spent the last year, which has been like the worst year of my life, just like the rest of us watching uh, shows that are 30 years old that I grew up with. And I'm just rewatching them. And I don't give a fuck. I don't need to watch new stuff. I don't need to watch like things pushing the boundaries of storytelling. I just want to watch the shit that I know I like, because that's what I need to get through this. And I'm always down for games. I just say, we're not doing anything new, but we're doing what you love and we're going to do it phenomenally. So yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's space for all these kind of games. That's all I wanted to say. Jeff, that was very well said. I respect that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was very, that, I, I, yeah. Thank you, Jeff. I'm not being sarcastic. That's, that was, that was fantastic. Thank you, Jeff. That's all I got. Um, You're just getting nothing but shit takes for the rest that, of the show. That's now. no good. Good. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you got the nice, reasonable take out of your system. So we can so we can just drop sh- uh, verbal shit posts for the rest of the night. Um, All right, I, now I know why. <laughs> Bronson's I'm here. ready. Bronson's like, I've been fucking. This is my moment. My time has come. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, what's our first topic tonight? What's our first actual topic tonight? What are we doing? Uh, I think we're just gonna go in order. So they they dropped a Pokemon direct on us the oh, day yeah, after Pokemon. our last show, uh, last Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you probably want to lead. I'm not the person to lead a talk of Pokemon. So, uh, John, maybe you want to kick that one off. What do we see? So, so we got a, so like Jeff said, we got a Pokemon direct and we got some interesting announcements, uh, there. And the two I want to kind of drill down on <laughs> are the, uh, the remakes of Pearl and Diamond, uh, called like, what is it like Brilliant Pearl and Sparkly uh, Diamond? Like, I don't, I don't remember the. In the Discord, they kept calling it Pokemon DP and it led to some unfortunate. No. Uh, okay. I, <laughs> Okay, I did I think not, the other acronym is DPSP or DS. I did I don't know. not kinda... <laughs> I did not see these interactions in uh in the Discord. Um it is wow. it is shiny diamond and shimmering pearl. Shimmering pearl. Okay, shimmer shimmering yes. pearl. Okay, yeah. We're not ever gonna call it Pokemon DP again. Like that's that's a bridge too far. <laughs> um so, <laughs> some of the chats said let it penetrate your soul. Um, okay, so no, so it's brilliant diamond shining pearl. That's what it is. Um, yeah, so you know the original two games, uh, Diamond and Pearl, were DS releases, and I mean this looks to be a one-to-one remake of those, just with flashier visuals. But y- you know, <laughs> so I mean, you know, everything else seems to be the same. Like I don't, <clears throat> I maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember there being any actual like substantive new content to these i think they're just remakes with better visuals if i'm wrong in the chat let me know please 
Um, it's it was bound to happen eventually. Uh, but yeah, I mean they look great, and that's going to be our our new Pokemon title this year. Um, and you know those were great; those were great games. Um, I went back and played them retroactively uh, a couple of years ago. So yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. So yeah. So somebody chats it. It's just translating the sprite art to 3D. So that's. I mean, that's really what it is. There's no. I don't think there's any actual extra content. But these are two of the most well-regarded and beloved Pokemon games. So I don't think they needed it. Um, I think it's cool that they're updating these for a new generation, for a new console. Um, and, and yeah, I think it looks great. I like. Aside from that, I. I don't think there's a whole lot else to say about that one or those two. Mm-hmm. It's the next one that that well, I think has been engendering the most conversation. I think before we move on, I just want to, uh, is it Tiger versions in chat or whatever? Basically said like, they're, we just talk about comfort food, right? And same thing. Yes. Like, they're good with these comfort food remakes alongside right. a new thing. And that's kind of what Pokemon's been doing. They did Let's Go and then they did Sword Shield, right? Like, you know, a good game's a good game, and all right, if Nintendo's going to be fucking Nintendo and not let us play old games on our Switch, if they're not going to put N64 games on there, not going to put Game Boy games on there, um, they'll, you know, I, then the least, I guess this isn't Nintendo, right? It's Game Freak or Pokemon Company, but uh, at least we're getting these games put on a modern console. Great games are great games, and they should hold up over time if they really are good. And if all they need is a fresh coat of paint, then that's cool. So I, I don't know. I think it's awesome. Uh, I'm gonna try it when it comes out. No, yeah, me too. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, yeah, no, I will absolutely pick those up, or at least I'll pick one of them up. I'm probably not gonna get both of them. Uh, but, yeah. but, but it's the it, it's the next one that I think has most people talking, and that is Pokemon Legends, um, which is mm-hmm. like you know we used to like with Sword and Shield when those were revealed, we made all those jokes about you know, uh, you know. Breath of the Wild, or you know, Pokemon of the Wild, or you know, Catch of the Wild, yeah. like you know, um, but this l- literally looks like that now. <laughs> and someone did the comparison, and they're like, they did the shot, and they, they have did. them standing yes. on the ground. Yes, they did. They did. Br- <laughs> Bronson, you saw that, right? I tweeted. <laughs> oh, you tweeted. Okay, sorry. I tend to, I tend to kind of block your tweets out, but oh no, you cannot. But, but no, they did the fucking shot. They and, did. And and what I really love, like I I am really excited about this. Um, one because it's actually releasing at a non traditional time for Pokemon games. Like it's early twenty twenty two. Pokemon games are usually big holiday releases, um, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Two, this looks like to be looks. This looks like I mean this is this is something that Poke that like that Game Freak has never done before. Like this is a legitimate, uh, what appear to be a legitimate open world, go anywhere, do anything you want Pokemon title, um, with a with a feudal, like 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 the aesthetic is just totally feudal Japan, which is really fucking cool, um, but I'm I'm wondering like, what do we expect from this? Like like in Breath of the Wild, for example, like Breath of the Wild. Uh, is is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I love Zelda games, and 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 Breath of the Wild was a complete evolution for the series. And Breath of the Wild actually encouraged you to break the game, uh, and and just do crazy shit. Um, how far do we think Game Freak will push the envelope with this? Maybe Bronson can go first. Bronson, why don't you yeah. go first? I'll I'll go. Okay, so. 
something I noticed already is that there's a dive roll that they kept showcasing. And I was like, why are they doing that? Like, for me, that's going to be great because I'll, I'll get the sheep Pokemon, the Wulu or whatever, and I'll just roll I'll roll with the sheep. It'll be perfect. <laughs> but what, what I think is about to happen, I think there's a dive roll because I think Pokemon are going to kick your ass. Probably. I think you're going to run. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're going to get punched in the face by like a Conkis Con or whatever. And that's interesting to me because usually, you know, it's it's a random encounter. It's kind of right. a JRPG. It's turn-based and whatnot. So it's like, no, you're going to get you're gonna get your ass beat. And then you're going to be like, oh, shit. And maybe that will like be like Persona 5-esque where like that determines advantage for the, for the initial battle. So that'll be interesting. Um, the setting is very cool. I like setting it like in feudal Japan and whatnot. I think that's a good way for them to kind of like separate out from, I guess, the main series. Because like Sword and Shield was very much like this is the next one, right? And this one seems a lot more like spin. Not spinoff isn't the best way to put it, but it seems like they're they're trying this for their their big title. And I I think this was going to be the big title for this year. And I think they realize uh-uh. they 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 know by now that they're not going to make it. So they were like, okay, let's let's do the let's get the Diamond and Pearl remix out there and gotta let that breathe a little bit. I mean, that's probably pretty low effort, right? Like like and and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't mean that in a bad way yeah. at all. I'm not sitting I'm not I'm not sitting here saying they're not putting any effort into it. What I am saying is that, you know, I mean it's it's literally just redoing the sprites into into something that's much more vibrant and modern. Like, you know, while there's mm-hmm. work involved, you know, it's it's I, I agree, Bronson. Like like it, it's something that they can use to get that Pokemon game out this year while they're working on something much bigger. Mm-hmm. I think it's 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 a good way to mix things up too, because it's like they did a Let's Go game. I love that Let's Go game. That was a good way to get me back back into Pokemon in it a way that good. like like Pokemon Go couldn't couldn't like for me like the last one I played was a while back, but that got me back into the franchise. So I played I played Shield and liked that a lot. So now I'm like back in the swing of things you're back Pokemon, dude. right you're fucking back i'm back fuck yeah and then like for for this one and again it goes back to like the, the nostalgia and the comfort food we talked about before so like say you aren't really down with what they're doing like they're very much being like if you don't like what we're doing with pokemon legends thing that's totally fine you have sword and shields you have let's go or you have this remake of what is probably your favorite pokemon game from back in the day you have you have plenty of full price options at this point for your switch <laughs> yeah i you know I, I think this is a smart move on the on the on the part of game freak um mm-hmm. you know this really kind of and look like you know the diamond of pearl remakes i think uh, bronson what do you what do you say for like the past four or five months have been one of the worst kept secrets in gaming um, oh yeah we knew about that a while ago. yeah you're in our fantasy like that bronson and i are yeah, like I, I, I mean, this has been. I mean, this has been a really poorly kept secret for a long time. So everybody kind of knew this was coming. Um, mm-hmm. But the Pokemon Legends game is something that that really didn't leak at all. Um, yeah, and you know, I think this is a smart move from Game Freak. Like it gives the it gives the traditional Pokemon crowd uh, something that I mean, we all know that they're gonna love. They're gonna love it. I mean, I mean, dude, Pokemon Pearl and 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 uh, Pearl and Diamond remakes, dude. They're gonna sell fucking. They're gonna sell millions upon millions of copies of that this year. Easy, like it's not even a question. Um, 
had this year's, and you guys are free to disagree with me here, but I think had this year's Pokemon game been Legends, which is completely shaking up the formula, I think it would have rankled some fucking bosoms. I, I, I think. Oh, no, it definitely would have. You know, I, I, I think, and I think that's what they're doing. I think, I think this is a big, grand experiment for the future of Pokemon. Uh, mm-hmm. in in Pokemon Legends, um, I guess so. And I'll kick this. I'll, I'll kick this over to Jeff. Um, let's say Pokemon Legends. I mean, look. Let's face it. We don't need to. Less, we don't need to deal in hypotheticals here. Like it's going to sell fifteen million fucking copies. Like Pokemon Legends mm-hmm. is going to sell incredibly. Is this is this a one off? Like, are are we gonna? Is this is this going to be a just like a like a, like a hey, we're gonna do something new and fun with the franchise. Or depending on how it sells, is this possibly possibly the beginning of like a complete sea change for how we view Pokemon games going forward? So, I mean, uh, I mentioned before um, we were talking about what we've been playing. I'm not a big Pokemon guy, right? Like I played Red, Blue, Yellow, and then I played Let's Go, and that's I played like one Pokemon game in the last twenty years. So I'm not a, I'm by no means an expert on the franchise. Uh, but I, I've observed a lot. I've observed about how, like, how people talk about Pokemon and how they react to these games. Um, and I got, I, I got, I got some good thoughts and negative thoughts about this game. So I'm going to try to keep it balanced. Okay, um, let's hear it. I think Game Freak has a tough position. Pokemon is a historic franchise. It has a huge legacy. Its fans are fickle. <laughs> <laughs> that's putting like, it fucking that's mildly. What you're gonna, that's what you're going to use. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, right? Like, I mean, not that... Any, Fickle is a word. Many gamers aren't, but um, they're tough, right? Like, you, uh, you can't... You change a game too much and it loses identity, but you don't change it at all and you get accused of just rehashing the same thing every year. And I think Game Freak's really been struggling with that the last few years. They, I feel like they want to take that next big step and they don't really know how to do it. So they're just trying little things here and there to see what works and then gauge people's reaction to it. And I think we're seeing little bits of that in Sword and Shield. Um, and then they put out those remakes to kind of like, okay, okay, okay. If you didn't like the changes in this year's version, here, here, you're happy. And now we're going to release this next new Pokemon game. We're going to try a few new things. And I feel like they're just kind of making a checklist of what works and what doesn't. Um, and I think maybe Legends is going to be the, the biggest experiment yet. So I I sympathize with them, and I also respect them because this looks like a really bold and brave departure. Uh, now, my negative thoughts are, like, I worry it's a little bit too ambitious. Um, I'm not expecting, like, ray tracing in a Pokemon game. I'm not expecting it to be 4K 60 on a Switch. But my my reaction to this reveal was it looked really rough, and I know it's really early, it and it could come off. around, but you know, it's fine if it's not technically impressive, but it was to the point where it took me out of it, where I was like, I feel like I'm seeing this huge open world and I should be impressed. But all I could notice is like, I only see four trees right. and I see like a bush there, like, and then just everything looks so jerky. And it, so like, as a pitch, it was like really cool. Like I love the concept of this, but I, if that doesn't all come together, um, I just worry that maybe they're spreading themselves a little bit too thin or maybe the vision is bigger than what they can actually pull off on this hardware. And maybe this just ends up being a switch pro 
uh, launch title, which we're probably going to talk about next. But um, so let me so so let me take what you said and, and kind of build on build on that a little bit. And I want to kick it over to Brownson, uh, see what he thinks. Um, <laughs> you know, talking about the visuals of the game, you know, I thought it looked good for what it was when I was watching the trailer, but I didn't really notice how I don't know. I guess drab and flat Just everything like looked like until until i saw the shot interposed mm-hmm. next to the shot from breath of the wild um and you know like say what you want about breath of, breath of the wild that world is lived in and alive and breathing and just gorgeous um and when you put that it's detailed there you know you can sit there and just listen you can watch the you know the each individual blade of grass blow in the wind and the trees, you know, the leaves shake depending on which way the wind is blowing. Um, you know, the clouds are moving across the sky and there's a beautiful sunset. By comparison, Pokemon Legends just looks, I don't want to say bad, but, but. Flat was a good word, I think. Yeah, Bronson, but- Bronson what do you think, man? Like, no, Jeff, I'm so hold on. Wait, Jeff, no, I wanted to get something in. Just last thing, I just want to make it clear that like we know this is really early. And right. honestly, I felt the I felt the exact same thing about Breath of the Wild as I do about Pokemon right now when they first showed it. I was like, this world looks dull, it looks empty, it looks rough. And then the final product came out and it looked fucking fantastic. So not saying they won't pull it together. That's just yeah, like absolutely. that's a reveal trailer. They're showing it to me to show off the game, and that's just my gut reaction. Bronson, do you get the feeling they may have shown this a little too early? Yeah, they definitely showed it a little too early, I think, because, you know, this is the direct, this is the anniversary and whatnot. If you just roll with Pokemon Snap release date and these Diamond and Pearl remakes, you're kind of be like, uh, so right. a little early. Like, it, like, 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 am I wrong? Early. Like, it almost had like an alpha build feel to it. It was, it was super in progress. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they, they, it... they could have done a little more. It was better than what EA does with like their uh, <laughs> art museum, like yeah, <laughs> white their background. three videos, yeah, prototype, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so games that are never coming out. Yeah. So I. So yeah. No, no, Bronson, please go ahead, Look, man. Please. Yeah. So something I find it interesting, and I'm, I think what they're doing, they are experimenting. I think they're setting up their franchise pipeline for the next 10 years. Because what I think they're doing, I think they're going to do what Call of Duty does, what NetherRealm does. You have two teams for NetherRealm, right? You have Injustice and Mortal Kombat, and those those games alternate every two years like clockwork. Call of Duty has three or four studios. You get a different game in that franchise every year, for the most part. So I think what they're doing, I think you get a Let's Go game every three, four years. I think you get a game like Sword and Shield every three, four years, and you get a spinoff like Pokemon Legends every three, four years. Mm. Because you can mix them up, and like with the longevity that these Pokemon games have, and especially with like expansion passes and DLC and whatnot, you can extend like the lifetime of a title for a very long time. And Pokemon games have a super long tail, so they could do that. So that doesn't have to be every year. It could be every year and a half, every two years. It could be six months if it's a tiny remake, for example. But that's what I think they're doing. I think they're setting things up so there's enough variety there for Pokemon, for Pokemon fans. And if you don't like that, there's all their mobile stuff. Pokemon Unite comes out probably this year. I'm sure about that one. But there's lots of things 
that you can try. You don't have to try all of them. They, you can try just one of them, then they're happy. Right. So that, that's interesting because I, I was kind of, uh, I'll be honest, I thought I was kind of expecting another Let's Go game, and then they showed, yeah, um, the brilliant Diamond uh, remakes, and I was like, oh, it's it's not like that. So I kind of thought they were done with that. But you think you think maybe that's not the case? Maybe they've actually got room for three different types of games in this pipeline. Then. Yeah, I think the Diamond and Pearl remakes are stopgaps. If I'm being honest, I think okay. that another Let's Go game probably happens just because it sold well. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was good to bring people back because that's what it comes down to. Like you're gonna have like your your difficulty level for the Pokemon games does vary from from title to title. And Let's Go was easy. Let's Go. Was you got super that Pokemon easy. Go crowd too. That's still out there. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That is that Pokemon Go low key is still massive. Yeah, massive. Even like in the times that we're in now, because they've modified things to be like, hey, you can stay home, but we'll give you like items so you can kind of like travel that way. So yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. They're not even close to done. And like then there's your other spin-offs, like we got a new Pokemon step, which is still wild to me. That took how long did that take? That's like almost 25 years. Can I just can I just say I want to shout out to uh Tiger Vision X in chat. Who said, yeah, we need Johto, uh, Johto back again, speaking of the region. But my cursor was like in a, such a position that I thought it said, yeah, we need John back again. I was like, oh, I'm right here, but I appreciate that. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. And then I moved my mouse. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was oh. like, never mind. You weren't talking no, that's to me at all. You're, 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 you're Johto now. I'm, I'm <laughs> Johto. <laughs> so, uh. Speaking of um, speaking of Nintendo stuff, and you know, Jeff had mentioned um, that maybe this is a launch title for a potential Switch Go, um, or a Switch Go, Switch Go? a Switch Pro, hey, you know, Switch Go Pro, <laughs> a, Switch. A, a, a Switch Go Pro. Um, uh, All right, we so apparently this is real. Like apparently the Switch Pro is a real thing uh, with an OLED screen, uh, Switch Pro LED, uh, if you will. Um, and we got and so uh bloomberg uh which is pretty reliable um it's legit yeah it's happening yeah i i think so too um so so apparently the specs on this thing are same form factor only the the switch the og switch as it currently stands has a 6.2 inch screen all the way around uh this will increase that to 7 which tells me that they're just going to like get rid of part of the bezel um mm-hmm. and it'll be 720p like like a firm 720p in handheld and 4k docked um which is cool now me personally frame rate is always going to be more important to me than resolution um i i i i i will pick this thing up but i to be honest with you i will do it for the bigger handheld screen i don't really care about to me that that OLED screen is a huge. The original PSP had that beautiful yeah, OLED, oh, and the, yeah, yeah, you can't beat an OLED screen, man. That's that's going to be beautiful. Yeah, and and so, I you know, so this is going to be the Switch Pro that we've been hearing about since 2018. Um, and again, like you know, Bronson, you know, like this is also one of the worst kept secrets in gaming. Like we've been talking about this fucking thing for years, forever, forever, yeah. for years. Um. What do we think this retails at, and how do they market it? Hmm. I mean, I, I because, sorry, go ahead, Bronson. yeah, Bronson, go ahead, yeah. So, I've been talking about this with my friend Snap 
on on my Discord, and there's some interesting things here. So it's so it's a Samsung panel, and it's 720 and it's 720p. So that is the that's the screen that they put in their budget phones, like their A series and whatnot. And he finds that odd because he's like, there's there's other panel makers out there that make like cheaper panels. Like, why are they going? Why are they suddenly caring about the color accuracy and what? Because like Samsung screens are great, even on their budget phones, they're 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 excellent. So why did they make like this switch now? Like, did some kind of deal happen and whatnot? Because like, from from my perspective, like they're putting a lot into this. Like, it's just it's like I thought it was just going to be like kind of like a new 3ds kind of iterative upgrade and whatnot, but now like like talking through it and whatnot even keeping it at like that that 720p there's a lot of extra things that they might be like putting in here like even as like quality of life things and whatnot and i bet it's gonna have a new dock so it won't be compatible with the old one because they gotta sell you more stuff and i bet it's 300 i bet it's 300 hmm they have a yeah. price where they want to hit. They have a price where they want to hit. So either they want to keep their original one around. That's the thing. If they want to keep the original one around, then they could do like, they could do their three price points, right? They could do, I don't know, 200 for your Switch Lite that can stay, 250 for your original, and 350 for your so, Pro. I mean, John, do you mind if I weigh in? No, please, go ahead. It It's a little bit unprecedented because Nintendo's always had a home console and a portable console, right? Mm -hmm. And like we know how the 3DS stuff and the DS stuff went with all the different models. So like, it's like one console, but it's kind of still two because they have the the uh, Switch Lite now, which is like a handheld only. Mm -hmm. I, I just I don't. I could be wrong. I don't think they want three different iterations of the Switch out there, which is why I really do think this new one would maybe not immediately, but like I think the intention is to replace the original one. So I agree with Bronson. I think it'll be the same price point. I think it'll still be three hundred dollars. Um, because yeah, I think especially when you look at like the, the price of the company, because like they say 4K output, but I mean, what, let's that, what does that mean? It's it's gonna be like my Xbox Series S outputs at 4K, but most of the games are 1080p, and I think that's like yeah on the high end. That's what to expect here is games at 1080p, but like 4K UI, 4K output to your TV, just so it scales up nicely and stuff like that. So from the mm -hmm. but like from that perspective, I don't think you can price this. You want to stay away from that, like PlayStation Five and Xbox price point. I think you need to, mm -hmm. um, to keep keep the same kind of market. So I, I agree with that. I think it'll be more than the new 3DS, which like had a couple exclusive games, uh, but otherwise like didn't seem to be hugely. But it's definitely not going to be like a an Xbox to an Xbox Series X kind of jump. So I think it's going to be like somewhere in the middle ground. I just I'll say it right now. I don't think, and I think they shouldn't make exclusive games for this. Because I don't think I mean, the other the other one is only four years old, and then you've got the Switch Lite, and they just released a new revision of the other one like a year or two ago. Like I just mm. think they won't. I don't think they will. Um, but so 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 Jeff, bouncing off what you just said, I had seen some. So the new 3DS could only like there were there were games that could only be played on the new 3DS, like Xenoblade Chronicles 3D and um, Super Nintendo, and Super games, Nintendo games, which is like. Wait, what? <laughs> original 3 yeah, so, Super Nintendo Bronson, games. Bronson, you didn't know that? No, I don't yeah. pay attention to any of that. Yeah, that's no, what Nintendo said. Yeah, Bronson, Nintendo said that the only the new 3DS could play Super Nintendo games. The old one couldn't. And people, and people bought that? That makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, 
you know they be, did be, they did because <laughs> because reasons i mean i didn't buy it i was like fuck out of here but but there were a few games that could only be played on the new 3ds mm-hmm. not the old one i mm-hmm. i i so but the difference is, is that that was their handheld unit and then they had the wii u which granted was a but but you know they still had their home console and their handheld now they've unified those yeah. audiences into one and they're not going to split that user base they're they're just not going to do it um the the switch the the original like all the see here's the thing this new switch i do not expect that it is actually going to make your games run better i don't Agreed. yeah um like i think it's just going to make your games look better um you know i mean yeah 4k docked is great 720p is a 720p handheld in my opinion is the actual reason to buy this uh because 720p on a on a seven inch screen is going to look fucking gorgeous especially if it's an oled screen and you know i've heard a lot of people talk about oh you know i wish this was beefier i wish handheld was 1080p i mean they could have done that but when your battery drains in 30 minutes like you're going to be you're going to be regretting that real quick um and besides on a seven inch screen you are like with with pixel compression you are not going to be able to tell the difference between 720p and 1080p you're just not um but 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 yeah jeff like i i think i heard you agree that that i i i don't think this is because you know this is not going to be a ps4 pro situation where some games ran at Mm -hmm. 60 on the pro whereas Mm -hmm. they ran at 30 on the base console that that's not going to happen with this new switch iteration it's it's just not going to happen yeah, I don't think so either. It's yeah, it's like it's just it's basically going to be like the way the switch should have been to begin with. So like right. we won't have, hopefully, we won't have these games that are like 400p, 500p. It's like everything's going to be like a stable 720 in handheld, and then like 900 or 1080 in docked. It's going to be solid. The frame rates will be solid. But yeah, like you said, like we're not all of a sudden going to get all these 60 FPS games. You're not like, you're not going to play Breath of the Wild docked at 60 frames a second. Yeah. You can fucking let, <laughs> you can let that yeah. go right now. Like that is not going to happen. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be incredible though, if we could. So it would, but you know, we're never going to do that. So, so I guess here's my question when this thing drops and I'm guessing, I'm guessing because apparently like it's going to hit mass production early or late spring. I'm guessing this is a September release, October. Like holiday, probably. Yeah, right? When did right. the Switch come on? Actually, that was so, September, so, wasn't it? No, no, Switch no. The original Switch came out in March. Switch Lite, sorry. Oh, Switch when did they Lite. launch? That was September. Lite. September. Yeah. So so I could see September, this being a September okay. release. Yeah, September, October. With time, do we think they will phase out the original Switch and make this no. make this the actual Switch unit? Bronson, you don't think so? No, because the here's here's the, the the fly in the orbit here. It's a really good problem for Nintendo right now. The Switch keeps selling. Yes, it like does. at an at an insane pace. Like I think it's picked up more steam than like it has even like compared to launch. So it's just like I think they have to keep all three around. If anything, so, they you said this one's going to launch at three hundred. So do they drop the price of the original I, one? I, they That's do. That's what I think. And can you imagine the OG Switch selling at one ninety nine? Oh man, uh, like. But then, then it's the same price as the Switch Lite. So what do you do with the Switch Lite? <sighs> you bundle. You put a game or two in. Yeah, there yeah, okay. yeah. That's I don't know. Do. I just. I, that's that's this where is, it gets weird for this me. Is like, a why, good problem to have. This. This is a very yeah. good problem to have yeah. because I think like if you if we want to actually like workshop this out, I think what they do is Twitch Lite one fifty or one ninety nine okay. with two games. 
and then regular Switch 250 or 300 with games, and then Switch Pro or whatever you want to call it. New Switch XL. New Switch yeah. whatever. Dude, <laughs> dude, if they don't call it, if they don't call it the Super Nintendo Switch or or the Switch Advance, like they have completely yeah. fucked up. It's got to yeah. be one of those two. <laughs> but like, 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 imagine a two hundred and fifty dollar, like OG Switch bundle with like Mario Kart. Like, yeah. that would fucking that would fucking annihilate sales. That's your Black Friday um, bundle. Oh for this yeah, year, probably. Oh yeah. Um, and and so, yeah, I am guessing. So I am guessing. If I was a bet man, we'll get another big Nintendo Direct around the time E three is supposed to be. Um, yeah. and that is when we will see the, whatever they're going to call this thing, uh, announced. Um, do you guys, are, do you guys agree on that or, or do you think they're going to do something different? Yeah, that sounds about right. I picture like a summer announcement for, uh, I don't know. September seems early. They said June for mass production. And then I think the target was a million a month. So like if they launch in September, that's only like 3 million. Like it's going to sell it. I mean, it's going to sell it no matter what. Right. I think it's more like I think an October or November release would be like a little bit better. And that's probably when uh like some of these Pokemon games are coming out. Depends if they want to launch it with like a big title. Um that makes me feel pretty good. I would good, think though. like close to the holiday, but yeah, who knows? That makes me feel pretty good though. Like Bronson, tell me if you agree. Like a million and a, a million a month starting off, like it, you know, when you consider all the production problems the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and S have had, like that's not bad. Like that's you know, I don't think this is going to be quite as diff. Like it, you know, you'll you'll have especially to- when you consider it's it's going to share the market with the Switch Lite, and right. then if they keep the OG Switch, so it's like right. it's not like all your Switch sales are going to be from this new one. You like, don't need to produce. That I, I I don't think it's going to be as difficult to get your hands on one of these as it is a PS5 or an Xbox. What do you think, Bronson? Uh, I think they'll pick a random day on their own. It doesn't have to be like maybe around E3 time, but they'll pick a day on their own. They'll give like twenty four hours notice right. to everybody. Like if you see if you see like every like if you see like there's like a couple of days where like no one is like pre-firing or announcing anything they're like oh probably then because word will get out at yep. some point and I think I think mid-November because that's how this usually goes for for console releases because here's how this works you go somewhere on Black Friday or you're online on Black Friday oh no the new Switch sold out but that's okay because there's this other one right here. There's this yeah. cool switch bundle. It's just fine, and yeah, you know, no, it's a little and, bit cheaper. It may not be as and good. And the thing is, dude, like, games with it. parents buying switches for their kids, they're gonna go for the cheaper bundle. They're just that's what they're gonna do. Yep. Um. Yep. The, the, yeah. The the Switch Pro, whatever you want to call it, that is the enthusiast console. Um. That's the that's yeah. the console for people like the three of us who are like you know, just you know your 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 core gaming crowd. Um. I hate putting it in those terms. Um but the gamers the, the yeah god i oh, it makes me want to vomit in my mouth but <laughs> but 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 yeah like like we are the we we are the the typical audience for something like that um i you know i that's not to say there's not gonna be a rush on these things because there absolutely fucking will be um but i don't think i like it took my buddy whitney uh so the ps5 launched last november it he just got his today like that's how long it my took friend just got one. his on the weekend. Yeah, like, like we've been like, trying since November twelfth. I so that's November, December, October, or November, December, January, February, March. Yeah, like I don't think it's going to take you four four and a half months to find a a Switch Pro. I don't. 
If it does, they got a problem. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I also think it's for the reasons, it's not just production. I think it's for the reasons that Jeff just laid out. Like I, I Jeff, and honestly, Jeff, I'm glad you said that because I would not have thought about that. Um, you know, it's, it's not you know, the, you know, like you've got the PS five and that's it, you know, like mm-hmm. that's, that's their console with the switch. You've got not just this new switch pro, but you've got the original switch, which is still going to sell, still going to be in demand and the switch Lite, which is still going to sell still going to be in demand not everybody is going to want or need this new switch iteration um and but again like i am far more interested in a seven inch 720 oled screen than i am docking this thing in 4k like i just that's what i'm far more interested in like for like i'm one of those guys who like i can tell the difference in like if i'm watching a movie with hdr and 4k like i that I can see the difference between that and 1080p. When I'm playing a video game in 4K versus 1080p, I, I don't care. Like I don't really pick up on it that much. Like HD, mm. HDR to me is much more noticeable than the transition between 4K and 1080p. But maybe I'm just weird. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I think we're looking at. Um, you know, it, it, before sorry. we move oh, on, I, no, I, didn't, I just wanted to play it. I want to point out something so we don't forget it that. Uh, if you don't have a switch and you're planning on getting this new switch in the fall, uh, you have 26 days to purchase Mario 3D All-Stars before Nintendo murders Mario. Apparently. Finally. That game I always wanted. You can't, you can't buy Mario after March 31st, apparently. (laughs) Which is just wild to me, but apparently. Yeah, I, I, so... So, so essentially, Jeff, I know. Mar- I know. Mario is going to die on March thirty first. Like they're killing Mario off. He's gone, and then they'll bring it back this fall with the new Switch and say, "Like, hey, we heard you guys missed this. It's back now." What I think is going to happen with like games like Mario thirty five, um, you know, the battle royale game. I think they're gonna, mm-hmm. they're gonna, they're gonna just make you pay for that like i don't think i don't think that's going to be just gone you know like i i think i think that yeah, it makes, even by nintendo side it makes no fucking sense I, I, yeah i i i just i think they're going to be like hey this is an added bonus of signing up for nintendo online or you know you pay 10 bucks and get mario 35 yeah i i don't think that one is going i don't think that one is going away and i also refuse to believe that Mario 3D collection is going away permanently. Like I just that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like Jeff just said. Like there it will be back in some form. Whether or not that's uh, you know, oh hey, and 64 games are now available on Nintendo Online. Here's Mario 64. Oh, GameCube games are now available on Nintendo Online. Here's Mario Sunshine. <laughs> like 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 I ref- mm. I fucking refuse to believe that it's just gone. Like that doesn't make any gone. fucking sense. There's a simple solution to all of this. Um, $30 for each one. <laughs> it's totally what they're going to do. That's gonna, what I'm expecting. Yeah, $29.99. They're going to split it up and be like, hey, if you guys didn't get this, oh, well, well, that's okay. You can still get you know, them separately mm-hmm. for $30 a pop. Enjoy. Or whatever. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, uh, what do you got now, Jeff? What? Final topic, let's do a choose your own adventure. Uh I don't know, we'll feel it out. We could uh there's a new Aliens game, Alien Aliens Fire Team. This looks so fun. Uh or um 
noteworthy story. Uh, Epic Games purchased um, the developer of Fall, uh, sorry, Fall Guys. I kind of want to talk about the Fall Guys thing, if I'm honest. All right. The Aliens thing is interesting to me. Uh, but, uh, okay. I knew you would let, pick that. All right. All right. All right. Fine. Uh, Brad Bronson, why don't you just lead us, buddy? Yeah, I was, I was bully everyone into submission. So, Epic Games purchased the developer of, of Fall Guys Media Tonic. They make other games, like they made Hat to Full Boyfriend and um, Murder by that Numbers. Pigeon Simulator? Yes, that was that. I did not know they made that game. That's yeah. blowing my mind so, right now. So, they've been around for a while. And basically, Epic is kind of running in and scooping up this game that isn't built on Unreal, it's built on Unity. and it's kind of just being like, hey, let's kind of bring you into the fold. So there's a lot of things that are kind of like coming off of this. So it's like Fall Guys was a huge hit in this in the summer. Like I was going to say it was a huge hit was. Yes. So kind of the to go off of that, it's cooled down a bit. It's about like 10K concurrent on Steam, I guess, is your general it's, estimate. It's good. It's healthy. Yeah. That's actually pretty pretty darn good for a Devolver multiplayer <laughs> Yeah. And then it's still actually doing very well on PS4 and PS5. So you have a few things like in play here. You have your, your Switch versions coming up, your Xbox versions coming up, and your mobile versions are coming up. So as like part of this this purchase and whatnot, they're not going to move everything to Unreal. That's that's Unreal. That's that's unrealistic. I fell right into that. That's, that was not on purpose. So <laughs> what, what they are going to do is you're going to have like epic support in terms of like cross platform. So cross progression, cross buy, cross play, all that stuff will hopefully kind of fold in here. And I suspect Fall Guys goes free to play like either in the summer or like towards towards the end of the year. And he kind of we should point out they um, they bought Psyonix and Rocket League, and that went for you to play, right? Yes. So, like, that's that's their bag, basically. Mm-hmm. They're they're kind of like that's their like their business model and whatnot. They'll 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 get you in there, and then they'll sell you cosmetics. It's not your and bag. They don't like the loot box things. Uh, oh god. But like, it's it's interesting because it's like Fall Guys is the main reason you buy this because you know smash hit and whatnot but they make other games like they do murder by numbers was was really good <laughs> how to have a boyfriend was fucking weird so that was the one like, with the dove right like there was doves yes and, that yeah. was that, that was that was the bird that was the bird dating visual so novel. so wait hold on bronson were you da- were you the player dating the bird i think you were also a bird <laughs> Uh, I just I just realized they also did Gears Pop, which was the mobile yes. Gears game based on Funko Pop. Yes. Are you fucking uh, shitting me? I forgot that even existed no. until just now. They're, they've made a ton of games. They've kind of yeah. been kind of dev, not dev for hire, but they've got a lot going on. They have like for a long time. So like this was the time to cash out, probably. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting. All this stuff's going to be kind of focused on on Fall Guys, though. I suspect they'll do some kind of sequel or new version and that'll be like the way that like epic decrees so it's just like okay it's on an epic store it's on mobile yada 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 you know the you know the deal like they're going to do what they did with rocket league and they're going to do what they did with fortnite that's what they're looking for so they're just adding they're they're just gobbling up everybody at this I'm point. always 
I'm always kind of mixed on these like deals where big, you know, yeah. big publisher scoops up a little indie dev. Um, but mm. I think in this case, I think it's it's like a net gain for everyone. I think it's good for Epic, but I think it's really good for Mediatonic. Um, yeah, you know, Fall Guys was a big hit, and then Among Us, I think, ate their lunch a little bit, and mm. it's doing fine. But like, I don't really know what they have in the pipeline next. I think it gives them a little bit of a little bit of security, uh, a little bit of like wiggle room to kind of take their time and get things right. They yeah. talked about crossplay right at launch, and they've obviously it's taken them a while. It's I still haven't heard any update on it. And like you said, like Epic is like they're the ones kind of leading this crossplay charge with uh, Fortnite and stuff. So they definitely wants to give them resources and and just help them get that stuff sorted out. I think that'll hopefully getting that in will like boost the game's popularity as well. Because then also you can get all those PlayStation Plus players playing with people on PC and. Um, mm-hmm. And stuff like that. So yeah, I don't know. It seems like a good, a good move. Epic's, their you know their move into the space is still relatively new. So we haven't seen them take up the trend of EA yet, where they just like take studios out back and and then and get them, give them, give them the, give them the yeah. old yeller. Yeah. So hopefully that's not the the case. But so far so good. I mean, it seems like Rocket League and Psyonix made a pretty seamless uh, transition yeah. over there, and I, I hope for all the best for for all these folks. But yeah. So, um, uh, we've kind of hit the end of our, our topics here, but, but if, if you guys don't mind, I would like to kind of address something real quick. Um, and I, I just want to, uh, I want to, uh, just voice support for our friend Zombie Kills, um, who has been dealing with just a, just a horrid amount of online harassment and abuse for fucking nothing um you know i it has been literally for for existing as a a black woman in this space for being successful like that that's what people are are harassing her for um quite frankly i'm tired of it um it's it's like nothing i have seen like like you know we've we have friends in this industry almost exclusively women who have been, we have seen harassed throughout the years. Um, I've never, I, it's been years since I've seen anything this bad. And it is a level of, it's a level, you know, I was, I was sitting down at work today, you know, cause zombie and I have become close. She's a good friend of mine. Um, she's a good friend of the show. And I was sitting down today and just thinking about this. And, you know, it's evil what people are doing to her. It's evil. This woman has done nothing to you. She has done, you know, if you are, the, if you are one of the people who are harassing her, she has done nothing to you. She has done nothing but raise, you know, be a, a mother, a young mother, you know, building her own channel you know and 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 to to see this level of of hatred and vitriol directed at her sickens me on not just uh not just a, a mental level but a physical level like it makes me physically ill to see so look i am sure that one of her harassers will listen to this at some point. And if, if, if you fall under that category, then 
you absolutely disgust me. You, you sicken me. And in a way, I pity you. Because mm-hmm. I could not fathom waking up every single morning with that kind of hate in my heart. I, it has got to be just eating you, rotting away at you from the inside. And if I could give you, harasser, any singular piece of advice, it would be to get help. Because just as that is no way for her to live, it is no way for you to live. That's not a life. What you are doing to her and to other women in this space serves no purpose. You're not accomplishing anything. These women aren't going anywhere. Like, do you get that? Do you understand? They're not going anywhere. That's a fact. You are not going to change that. Your efforts and your harassment, all of it, are fucking wasted. Every minute spent attacking any of these women is it's gone it's sir it has served no purpose you have wasted your time and your life because these women are not going anywhere that's all i got to say about that i mean i lots i could say too i don't know i, I don't want to put you on the spot bronson but i know you've uh, publicly had your share of of online harassment intimidation i don't know if you had anything to weigh in I am not going to say it any better than that, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with everything John just said. And, and thank you for saying that. You know, yeah, it, like, sorry, John, I was no, going to no, no, say, no, no, like, no, please, it's basically everything you said. Like, I mean, you know, first off, like, like, like I, I literally, you couldn't say it better than John did, right? I mean, these people are our friends. We're always going to go to bat for them, we're always going to defend them, but we shouldn't fucking have to because they're literally just people. They're the same as all, like, we're all just fucking people and everyone's just here trying to live and exist and make a living and play video games and make friends and just fucking, like, do whatever they want to do in this world. And it's, especially this last year, this pandemic has really given me perspective. I'm like, our lives on this earth are really fucking short. I just lost a year of my life. I'm probably going to lose another year before I can, like, really get back to, like, living and doing the things that I love. And, yeah, it's it's pathetic that, you would just waste this gift that is life spending hours, days, weeks, months online, just making other people's lives miserable. It's really, it, like you said, it's just disgusting and it's sad and it's just, it's so disappointing. You know, and yeah, fucking because of all this the other day, zombie got a, somebody called in some shithead called in a mental wellness check on her, got her address, got her phone number and the police went to her house for a black woman that can end in fucking death. I mean, people have like, died from these things. Like, like it's happened. What the fuck is wrong with you? What the mm-hmm. fuck is wrong with you? There's nothing. There's no gain in what you're doing. 
I mean, do you, I mean, what if she'd been harmed? Do you want that on your conscience? I, I, I can't imagine the kind of mindset you have to be in to, to wish that kind of harm on someone. I don't care who it is. Like, you know, we sit here, we talk about guys like Troy Leavitt. Fuck him. He's an asshole. I don't regret the fact that he's not working anymore, but I don't want him to come to physical harm. And it should be the same for her. Like, what you are doing to her is fucking evil. Christ, leave the woman alone. You know, last last thing I'll say is, like, I mean, whatever. We fucking disagree with people all the time online, but no matter what you're beef is these people aren't like an idea or a concept or like an object or a group each one of these people is like a person they're an actual like physical person living in a house or an apartment somewhere and you know they have families and they have kids and they yeah they they have every right to life that you do and just stop and think about that for a second i guess that's that's all i don't know and if you have it in your heart to do that and you're listening to this, SDGC is not the community for you. We don't want you here. We don't. Period. Well, now, now that I've said that, um, we'll go ahead and we will, we will wrap the show up. I wish I, w- I wish I could thank Bronson for being here, but you know, I mean, who, I mean, it's Bronson. It's Bronson. We so. can thank Bronson for being here. Bronson, <laughs> you, you are a delight, no matter how much shit we give you. He's great. He's I'm no. not gonna say you're great. I'm just gonna say yeah. I'm not. That's gonna, a guy will. I'm not gonna go. I'll, that I'll, far. I'll say that. Don't worry about it. I'm not gonna go that far. Um. Yeah. No. This has been great. Uh. Like like a nice small cozy show like this is good. You know. Mm-hmm. Like like you know we we're we were able to squeeze a lot of water out of these stones tonight. So I'm I'm happy with the way this went. Um. Remember, guys, for everybody in chat. Um. If you see somebody. You know, especially a woman, especially a person of color, anywhere online, getting harassed, step in and say something. Don't, don't, don't. You know, it's not, it's not in me to be silent. Um, and you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you have to do it. But me, me personally, it's not in me. It's not in my personality to be silent about that stuff. Um, and and I don't want you to be silent either. Uh, if you have the means of speaking up or standing up, speaking out against this kind of stuff do it because I promise at the end of the day, like, you know, I mean, hell you could, you know, look at what happened to zombie the other day. You could save a life for all, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, d- don't, don't tolerate this. If you see it, just don't do it. Um, it's been a great, uh, been a great night hanging out with you guys and, uh, hanging out with our community. We really appreciate everybody coming out to, to chill out with us tonight. Um, and with that, we will go ahead and sign off here. Remember, everyone, kindness costs nothing. And as always, take care of each other. We will see you next week. <laughs>